What? Why are you? I'm just tired. <laughs> you, you just like. I didn't know it was possible, but you let out like four sighs in a row <laughs> with no inhale in between. Just, <laughs> oh, oh, I think oh, it's something that I do. Oh, Wait, oh, when we were. I got five sighs out of when one we, breath, by the way. Hey, yeah, Thanks. It, put it here. Um, <laughs> put it <her> there. <laughs> when we were rooming together, when we were roomies, would you ever hear me like sleep talking or anything at night? You did we used to make noises. Oh, used to, true. Used to, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just go, ugh, <laughs> in the middle of the night. So, <laughs> uh-huh, I yep. have like a sighing thing, maybe because I do sigh a lot. I realize, yeah. Usually, I'm not like, oh, like not like not like complaining or anything. <laughs> I'm just like, trying to breathe. <laughs> that was a ghost. <laughs> trying to breathe. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel, I but, feel like I do that too. Where I'll do this big sigh, and someone I'm with will be like, "Dude, are you okay? What's going on?" I was like, "Yeah." I don't know. People are like, "What's very wrong? relaxing." What's it's like? Are things okay at home? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I go. I, I had the air inside. I wanted to put it out on the outside. <laughs> trying to move the air from the Bowen part to the other place. Welcome to opinions that no one asked for or ought no. My name is McKay. And my name is Jordan. This is a show where two guys sit down and give their opinions on basically anything from 25-year-old video games to obscure music to the best french fries in the world, which, Ooh. hot take, McDonald's. That's not that hot of a take. Uh, uh, They're so good. It's it's 50% grease, 40% salt, <laughs> and then 10% potato. Powerful combination. Those did not add up to 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Five guys. Five guys, really? Okay, I love their quantity. That's their biggest asset. That's probably why I like it. Yeah, they the most. They give you the the little container and then they dump in the extra fries so you have the mm-hmm. bag full. That's the best part. Like but. five guys for the quantity. Also, it, it does taste good. They're good fries. I yeah, like in no and out fries, but they get soggy oh, too quickly. Gross. I can I do not like in and out fries. But you play the animal style. Oh yeah, with that's the thing is like they're con- they're so delivery devices for condiments, but they're not good. They don't stand alone very well. Okay, valid, right? But I also like them. It's kind of like nostalgic for me. But too. well, and I like In and Out though, because like the whole experience is good. But I'm talking like the solitary that's fry. The solitary. Fry. That's how I feel about Five Guys. Is Five Guys especially like you give them like 20 minutes once they cool off? They're not that good to me. They, they get kind of McDonald's, floozy. McDonald's is. It can last. It can stand the test. Yeah, of time. because they're fake. They're not real potato. <laughs> <laughs> Should I go back to my forty twenty ten or whatever percentages <laughs> I gave you earlier? Does that not gross you out? Like, I mean, I'm not at McDonald's for. I mean, if I was worried about getting authentic ingredients, I wouldn't be at McDonald's <laughs> in the first place. <laughs> Valid. Uh, speaking of, this is completely unrelated <laughs> to the podcast. My favorite sandwich at Subway is the tuna. I love their tuna. And there was a lawsuit this week where someone claimed that their tuna no, contains... has yoga mats. Zero. <laughs> okay, they said they have 0% tuna in it. What? 0% tuna? This lawsuit said... Someone came back and said, that's completely untrue. It has tuna in it. But it has ever, some tuna. Ever since, I've been scared to Google it because I'd rather just be ignorant and enjoy my tuna. Because even if it's not tuna, it tastes good and I'll buy it. Yeah. So. Also, fun fact, there's gluten in McDonald's fries. Oh wow, that sucks, man! Yeah, sucks. it does suck. They, they sprinkle that stuff on everything. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the the magic touch. Man, that might knock them down a couple of rankings. 
I don't know what would beat them, though. McDonald's, get gluten-free fries. <laughs> Wendy's was close back before they went to their natural cut. Real potato garbage. Arby's has the uh, curly. I yeah. almost said swirly fries. <laughs> said the swirly, whirly fries. Swirly like you stick Those your head in a toilet. Those curly fries are good. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I cannot tell you the last time I went to Arby's. I can't remember Their either. sandwiches are gross. I don't know. I, I, I just, the fries are pretty good. Yeah. I like the curly yeah. fries. Okay. Chick-fil-A fries, though. Okay. I love. They would take the throne if McDonald's love. were to, to weird. drop down. Love. And yeah. with the Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah. I'm that's like, like scooping That is that a divine combination. Potato. Yeah. One container cut. of sauce per waffle per fry. Scoop. Yeah. That, that combination of waffle fry to Chick-fil-A sauce is divine we found they got um, their proportions right yeah we found waffle fries at our local grocery store chick-fil-a sauces please (laughs) no for real we've been doing that because we found frozen waffle fries at our local grocery store that we can air fry that tastes almost identical that's right you're the air fryer yeah so on the way home from class i'll just stop by chick-fil-a and like act like i just got food or something like hey can i get a few extra sauces and i'll I'll just come home (laughs) with like four or five sauces how's your week been good nice <laughs> yours <laughs> it's been busy but like in a bad way oh i don't know what that means bad way sounds yeah, like, I was like, like wait like i've been going to like funerals <laughs> or something busy like i haven't been productive with the things that i need to be but i've been being busy you've been occupied yeah like i i had a paper due yesterday kind of a big mm-hmm. one um how big i mean Tell I, me when to stop. I mean it was like <laughs> <laughs> say when <laughs> I mean, it was like five pages, but it was like a lot of research. But on Sunday, I remembered that like Game Boy Advance emulators are a thing. You know, an emulator is. Mm. It says so you can download an app that just like emulates a Game Boy Advance. Okay, yes. And like, I don't, I didn't want to do it on my phone because you have to jailbreak it. So I put it on my laptop. So I started playing Pokemon Fire Red on like Monday morning. Okay. Monday morning, I started playing at like nine. I have class from like nine thirty to two on Mondays. But you already know I had five gym badges by the end of the day. <laughs> so it's getting me pretty busy. <laughs> I, so you've been playing Pokemon all week? Yeah, I mean all week, like three days. I beat it on like Tuesday night, and then I've been trying to like complete the Pokedex, catch all 150. But then I find out this morning, okay, this Uh-oh. is like, I don't know. Have you ever played Pokemon? You haven't, right? No. Okay, sorry. well, sorry. These are deep cuts that you're not going to catch. <laughs> Today... After completing my three separate evolutions of Eevee. Woo! Yeah. I do know about the evolution. Yeah. Thing. There are only three back in the back. I still then. don't understand it, but I do know about it. Anyways, after evolving my three evolutions, I found out that you can't complete the 150 Pokemon. You can't catch them all without <laughs> trading with someone who has the other game, Leaf Green. Oh. But it's hard to trade in this game because everyone stopped playing it in 2003. <laughs> I'm going to be hard-pressed to find someone with a Game Boy, with a functional Game Boy Advance. I have to catch them all! Yeah, are there any, like, (laughs) cryogenically frozen 11-year-olds from 2005 (laughs) that have a functioning Game Boy Advance and Leaf Green that have Vulpix and Ninetales because I can't find them? Can you even trade on, like, with your laptop? No, I wouldn't be able to, so I would would somehow... So you can't catch them all? Yeah, I it's mean, I, I, I'm going to start exploring just cheat codes because <laughs> now I'm kind of got my heart set on it. Dude, but. I forgot about cheat codes. Yeah, and they're a little bit easy when you're oh, playing on man. a fake Game Boy sure, on the internet. I'm sure. Yeah, but. Dude, there was, I remember Tony Hawk, Pro Skater 3. Right. 
Have you ever played that game? I haven't, but I know it's, it's iconic. Like, yeah, it's awesome. It's been a, a hot topic this year because they released the new Pro Skater remaster. Remastered, yeah, they're yeah. remastering it, and they're making a new Skate 4, which is really cool. Ooh. Um, But anyways, there was some, like way cool cheat codes on that. You can like become all chrome Whoa. and stuff. And, like, That's sick. Yeah, that game was dope. I like that game. I, I watched looks tricky. That game. I watched like sick. a twenty minute YouTube video this year of how in one of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games you can like customize your skate park and underneath one of the ramps you can put like a pit of like wooden spikes that the guy can fall into. Yeah. And those were outlawed by the United Nations in like the nineteen seventies. Like it's it's a war crime to use those. In the game? No, in real life. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, after the Vietnam War, they made it, like, a, a war crime to use those because they're so cruel. And, oh, like, interesting. Because, like, you fall in, and then you're skewered, and then you just slowly die. I don't know. Yeah. It seems pretty awful. Anyways, the video that was pretty be, fun. It was a 20-minute video go. talking about how Tony Hawk is a war criminal. And <laughs> <laughs> it, like, it was pretty funny. Tony Hawk did a 900 or a 7. It was a 700. The one that he posted this week? Yeah. It was a 700. It's Way he's, impressive. he's what 53 or yeah something? something around there it was wild yeah i watched that video it's, it's insane and like the way he takes these because he's on this huge half pipe right it's like 30 mm-hmm. feet tall and he just pipe. he just takes these wipeouts like they're nothing like he just lands on his knees and just slides mm-hmm. all the way down i'm like man that would hurt me i'm 30 years younger than this guy who hasn't <laughs> right? and i haven't been a professional athlete for my whole life yeah that guy's crazy i mean they know how to fall and his, his like his falls, I was just like mesmerized by his falls. Like they were yeah, so, so smooth. smooth. Yeah, and, like he like he knows he knows how to do it. Yeah, he's done it a lot, probably. So no body slams that yeah. we know of, but like yeah, but still, crazy. but still, like even just like a smooth fall at fifty three years old, like I can't imagine. Uh, he's just awesome. <laughs> Shout out Tony. <sighs> Love also, him. people hate Tony though because he's like a sellout. Whatever. Well, that's like that's the perspective on right. It. I like Tony Hawk because of Pro Skater 3. I have a different opinion. As someone who's never skated, I, I feel like he's opened the door of skateboarding to everyone Definitely. outside of the door. As I was going to say, without Tony Hawk, I would know two skaters' names. I would know anything about them, and I would give two craps about any skateboarding ever, you know? But thank goodness we have Zeke and Luther from Disney XD. I, I never even saw that. <laughs> was like, that was past my time. <laughs> I think we didn't have like the premium cable package like, that gave us so Disney XD. Dumb, but it was like, yeah. kind of funny because it, it was cool because it had skateboarding. You so had to like, <laughs> pay extra to get the second disney channel yeah, XD, yeah and yeah. we didn't have it when that show was a thing so. <laughs> yeah that sucks <laughs> <laughs> only hannah montana for mckay yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <clears throat> excuse me <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, mm, uh. for valentine's day what's the move i don't know actually in the past i've i mean the past I mean like the last two years because we've only been married for so long but <laughs> i've kind of taken um charge of like planning days like this but i suck at it really bad oh. at planning special days mm. i mean yeah i suck <laughs> why why do you suck i don't know man i was bad at planning dates in like high school too like people are always like really some guys just have it you know they're like we're gonna go to this and then we're gonna go to this place and get dessert and this and this for some reason i just have a hard, hard hard time with it i just want to play pokemon with you 
Hmm, maybe. Do you have no, Pokemon but, Green? <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I don't know. Whatever. I, anyways, this year, <laughs> our anniversary is in a few months. So this year we made the deal where Michelle would plan Valentine's Day. I'd plan anniversary. So. Cool. So, yeah. I don't know what we're doing. I'll tell you in three days. Time is ticking. Yeah. I mean, this release is after Valentine's Day. So <laughs> if you see me in the obituary on Monday morning when you listen to this, <laughs> you'll know it didn't go well. Well, best of luck. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> uh, all right. So there's something <laughs> that I got to tell you about. I've been dying for you to get to this topic for like 20 minutes. <laughs> really just made me... P.O.'d. <laughs> I'm just playing. Made you what? <laughs> I've got baby wipes if you need them. <laughs> Don't ask me why. <laughs> okay, so this week I'm in class. One of my few in-person classes. Sure. And the teacher's like, hey, what are some shows that you would recommend? Sure. I'm starting to watch Avatar. And I was like, sweet. So good. Avatar. Amazing show. We just started again, by the way. Really? Yeah, we've watched it a few times, so it's a good, like, don't have to pay attention show. Oh, okay. So. Got you. Anyways, sidetrack. And then you say, okay. And I, like, waited for some people, and they're like, Mandalorian. I was like, classic. Standard answer. Standard. White bread, Basic. classic. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm going to hit them with something real quick. <laughs> Let me guess. I, Twin Peaks. I raise my hand. Okay. <laughs> she calls on me. I answer. This is good. I'm in the moment. I can feel it. I can smell the teacher. Community. Okay. And the class was silent. Oh, I hate that feeling. And I was like, I hate when you're in a class. Can someone you, like back me up? Like, I hate when there's like a conversation and you make a comment and then the conversation ends and you're just like, yeah, I'm never. I always went quiet. My teacher's like, okay, okay. And someone's like, oh yeah, that show is really funny. And I was like, that's we're kissing later. <laughs> Meet me after class. <laughs> um, <laughs> But then right after this girl said that, this guy right his... behind her goes, that show's weird. Oh. And then that was it. Like, the teacher's, like, moved on. <sighs> and I was like, I was so upset. Yeah. Because he just said it was it was just weird. And I, I'm, I'm, and I thought about this a lot afterwards because I was heated. Because it's something that, kind of it's a show, it's a show that I like. I'm and kind it's of just like, pooed. <laughs> pooed. <laughs> kind of peeled myself <laughs> but i think i don't know what his experience was with the show sure. or what but i think it was just sad that i don't like it when people just call things weird or people weird sure because i feel like i like weird things because it's a chance for me to explore like try to understand yeah people or something and, and I, I think people just like dismiss it too quickly. Like, yeah, too, too close-minded about well, it. Well, like there's a, the the word weird can be used like in a constructive way. Like Portlandia. Have you ever watched Portlandia? I mean, it comes to mind because bit. people from Portland are super proud of by the fact that people call Portland weird. Yeah, but Portlandia, the show itself, is weird. Like the sketches are so bizarre, but it's hilarious, and it's like I enjoy that. Like it's weird in a way that makes it unique from other shows. But this guy, it feels almost like like high school, or like junior high, like like some sort of weird insecurity where he feels like he needs to dismiss something that someone else likes you know yeah like i i don't know i can imagine myself doing this as like a 15 year old me being super prideful about the fact that i don't know like i played football or something and someone being like oh like i like lacrosse and maybe like oh lacrosse is so weird like Mm -hmm. feeling insecure and feeling like i need to shoot down something that someone else likes because i am not secure enough in myself (laughs) to just let people like what they like you know that's what that feels like to me 
Yeah, so uh, it was just interesting. I was like so upset. I was just I think also like one just because like the close mindedness of it, I feel like sure. it was like dude, the show is awesome if you try to understand it. If you like get to know the characters, if you know culture to a degree, like there's so many cultural references in the show and it's like super funny. And I was like, am I just mad because he doesn't like something that I like? <laughs> yeah. And I think about that a lot because I, I get very like passionate into like different things or artists or Yeah, I feel like you have, your, you have your certain things that mean a lot to you, which mm-hmm. anyone does. Yeah. But, yeah. I like, I like go through like these big spurs where I'm like super into right. this person like i'll like find an artist and like listen to their whole discography yeah and like watch all their interviews on youtube i like geek out and so for me to like try to understand something so much then have someone just like dismiss it as just weird right it's like oh you're missing out but also like could you not say that because well, like and it's yeah really it's just cool. so unnecessary like what function does it serve to make a comment like that you know mm-hmm. but I, it, I do feel like it does kind of come from a place of insecurity and i'm not perfect i do this plenty with people probably but yeah it's just not putting negativity into the world for no reason you know yeah like what there's no reason to do that it's it's tearing you down it's bringing down the person you're talking to it fractures relationships that could have existed and it's backing on my show community <laughs> <laughs> i did i i tried watching a little more of it last week i Myself haven't really gotten into it, mm-hmm. I'm um, but like I, I have no like negative feelings towards it. I just like watch a lot of shows, and it takes a little bit of time. To I, think get that, into. I think that's where I'm at. I'm kind of in the first few episodes still, so I need to warm into it because I'm still kind of annoyed with the main character guy, Jeff. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah he's kind of he's annoying. <laughs> yeah, and I'm hoping he gets better because he's just super like sexist in the first few episodes, and it's just kind of like I want more of the other characters, but it's mostly just him. The first like five yeah. episodes I've watched, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to give it more time because I, I, I mean, I believe you. I trust that it'll get funny because I trust your judgment on media. But thank you. Yeah, once yeah. you get past like the first four or five episodes, and you get more familiar with the characters and yeah. stuff, and like once you watch and like recognize the little things that they're doing, right. it's like. It's mad funny. Yeah, and I will say, even the episodes I've watched, there have been some really funny moments. So Yeah. So, moral of the story, have an open mind. Don't be a meanie. If some don't be a, a don't poopy, be a weenie. Poopy head. <laughs> double face crusty. Okay, cr- slow it down. <laughs> I'm not gonna f- <laughs> SpongeBob swearing. Don't be a <laughs> I'm gonna have to flag this for explicit afterwards. <laughs> That's a deep cut. If you're watching SpongeBob in 2003, you and I know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> but if something's weird, if something is strange or unusual to you, try to understand it. And if you do, you will most likely establish a better connection or you'll, you'll, you'll feel more connected to whatever that thing might be. And I would also say, like, it's okay to not like a thing, you know? Like, there's yes, plenty of TV shows that I okay. dislike, but you do not need to actively like put that out into the world mm-hmm. like you can just dislike a thing you know yeah there's plenty of tv shows that i dislike that lots of people like and there's no reason for me to seek out those people that like it and tell them that i dislike it as if that will make any difference in their lives positively so there's your moral for today for, for today mm. so a little british came out when i feel moralistic have an open mind and try to understand things crikey that's not british and love <laughs> and recycle and music break.
So I was listening to music. About time. <laughs> this one time. Um, this song, I think I heard this song for the first time when I was in like 10th grade. 10th um, grade? I mean, this song's probably older than that. It is older than Yeah, that. but I mean, I didn't hear it when it came out. Unfortunately, when this song came out in 2006, I'm seeing on this Google page, um, I was like nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say I was a very prolific uh, music listener at the time. Hey. But so it's Into the Ocean by Blue October. I don't I don't know where I found this song, but the <laughs> lyrics of this song have been stuck in my head literally for probably twelve years. Maybe twelve years. Really Maybe twelve is an exaggeration, like nine years. Yeah. When I was a teenager. Way back when I was a teenager. I can't even well, remember. This song has been stuck in my head since <laughs> fifth grade. Okay, however long it's been stuck in your head, it's been stuck in my head for like forty minutes longer. Fourth grade. Suck <laughs> fourth grade plus forty minutes. Somewhere around there. <laughs> it's been stuck I in remember my head for longer. Because we went to LA. And my parents saw Blue October at a late night show. I forgot who it was. Oh, cool! So and then there's L.A. Jimmy Kimmel. I don't I think guess it was. It was someone then. else. It was. That's like the previous generation of late night, huh? Yeah, yeah. That was back when when Jay Leno was the Tonight Show. Yeah, it might have been Jay Leno. Or is that pre Jay Leno? I don't even know. How no, 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 no. It wasn't pre Jay Leno. Jay Leno was like a hundred years old. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> he did it for like eighty years, probably. Before, Some dude who has switched. Before of cars. Jay Leno, Abraham Lincoln hosted the Tonight <laughs> Show. Crazy, huh? Time flies when you're having fun. But yeah, this song is like always so good. Like the lyrics are very intriguing, and the music in it is very soothing, and it does feel like you are in an ocean. Yeah. Well, and I think. What sticks out with the song to me is, I don't know, I've had my own struggles with mental health, and I don't know, I can't say I've had, like, clinical grade issues, but, I mean, it's had its ups and downs, I guess I can say. So, I I just feel like that, like, you mentioned this a few weeks ago on the podcast about songs that describe a feeling really well, like, that come to mean a lot to us, because they describe it in a way that's accurate, in a way that other songs don't. And just the chorus of this song... Um, I think about all the time. It just says, uh, sometimes it feels like I'm falling in the ocean. Let the waves up and take me down. Let the hurricane set in motion. Let the rain of what I feel right now come down. Let the rain come down. Which sounds way lamer when I read it than when you hear it. <laughs> uh, so go listen to it. But, but just like the feeling of, I don't know, like I picture it in my head every time I listen to this song. Just being in like a stormy ocean. You're just treading water, which is a nightmare in and of itself for me. And just like huge yeah. swelling waves and feeling like you can't swim anywhere. Like there's no shore in sight or boats in sight and the rain's pouring. And I don't know, like that as an emotion just seems really accurate to what it feels like to just be out of control, whether it's emotionally, mentally, physically out of control. Um, I mean, it's, it's kind of a good analogy for, mental illness but just feeling so hopeless um but not even necessarily just despair but just feeling like at a loss for avenues to get to where you want to be emotionally or in any other context i don't know it's it's really cool yeah totally i mean i never really considered it in terms of like mental health but when you put it like that the lyrics take on a whole new meaning i can see in that context and I think that's really cool that you, you made that connection and that it resonated with you in that way. Yeah. That's really sweet. Yeah. The, just the line, let the rain of what I feel right now come down, let the rain come down. Like I've had moments in my life where I'm sad and maybe for a reason, maybe I'm just sad for no particular reason. And it's this weird negative cycle where you just kind of spiral and you just want to dig deeper. You like want to be sadder. 
Oh, yeah, I don't know yeah, if you yeah. felt that, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You just feel awful, and you just want to feel awful. I don't know if it's, like, self-punishment or what it is, but it's just, like, I, you just, I don't know, you just want to sink deeper into it. And that's what it feels like. Like, another line in the song is, I'm sinking to the bottom of everything that freaks me out. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, this weird, and, like, sometimes it helps, sometimes it makes things way worse. But it's just like you just feel this weird compulsion to just dive deeper into the awful feelings and just curl up and just don't want to move. I don't know. It's it's a powerful song that I've been thinking about a lot. And I think especially this year in which everyone seems to have lost, to a certain extent, the control they have over their life and the way the world's moving. It, it seems more relevant. Yeah. Two things just with the experience of emotions or whatever you're going through, I'm kind of the same way as like, if I feel sad or something, I'll let myself experience. I won't try to like brush it off and like distract it. I'll like try to confront it and like take that in, which I, I don't know if it helps or not, but I just like, it's good not to bottle up emotions. Yeah. 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 I just like to do it and like, all right, let's experience this and kind of just feel things fully. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's healthy. And there's a, there's a poem by Rumby, I believe is his name. Sure. Basically, the poem says, it's like, this being human is a guest house. Each day, a new arrival, a joy, a happiness, a sadness. Welcome and entertain them all, for each has been sent unto you as a guide. Which I think is so cool. It's like, all these experiences that we have and all these emotions, which are like a huge part of life, I feel like, um, you know, they are to be felt, they are to be experienced in there for us to learn and to guide us in our life. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it definitely like can get to a point though, like where you gotta be like, okay, I need to like right. switch it up. I yeah. I think, here. I think there's a healthy way to let yourself feel your emotions and not bottle them in and to address them head on. But there's also an extent where like you need to take proactive steps to protect your emotional health and make sure that you're not, I don't know, getting into a toxic place where you just continue to spiral because that's the, what this song reminds me of. And I don't know, there's something about music and movies or whatever, almost therapeutic about having those emotions, especially when they're like darker or emotions that you're trying to cope with, mm-hmm. having them addressed and like described head on. I feel like that is a helpful totally. thing. You know, understanding your emotions and your mental state is helpful. Yeah, I, I don't know that it, it would, it's easy for those listening to understand um, if you haven't felt it. I don't know how widespread of a feeling this is for people, but it's it's something I, I it felt. It might be more common than what we think. I think it probably is, yeah. I think especially with this past year, I think this, oh, sure. this lack of control and also like mental health has been felt by yeah. everyone yeah. to a degree. And so I think, I mean, this know this song is so unique in that in that regard but i think just this this sense of control i've been thinking about a lot this past week actually i think pre-covid i always had felt that i was in control of my life i could get these things done and like my life would work out in certain ways but then once covid hit we have like the hope that things will go back to normal and that yeah people always say when this is all over we'll do this and this. yeah you know so we we have that hope but it's also like we have no control over it really right. I mean, like, to a degree. Um, I mean, who would have thought we would be where we are right now? Like almost a year after COVID started. Yeah. No one would have really guessed. Some people did, but I was watching, um, <laughs> this might, this is like another Jordan prediction. <laughs> I was watching, um, a documentary on the grateful dead, which okay. is like an old classic rock. They still perform. Don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
a lot of those old bands those old rock bands so perform. yeah seriously i was watching a documentary on them just like understand them better and um they kind of explain the hippie movement and i never really had thought about it in context of the time with the wars going on uh-huh. it's like these people just like they didn't have any control so it's kind of like why why should we stress out about life like we can't control it yeah why bring in all this unnecessary stress with all these seemingly arbitrary systems of traditional nine to five job structure and when when you can yeah when like it might not even matter because we don't right. have control yeah of what's you can understand how us. in a time when yeah when there's a war and there's a draft a war that no one agrees with going on like why mm-hmm. people would feel that way and so I was kind of thinking, like, man, we're probably going to have another hippie movement coming here soon, hmm. which Jaden Smith, I think, capitalized on with his most recent album he's with already, his hippie vibe. He's already ready for it. But it's not catching on exactly, which I think is probably a good thing. But anyways, <laughs> well, I just yeah, I, I just think like, that, that that hearing and understanding, like, the hippie movement was really interesting and to apply to today with like, our lack of sense of control. Sense of lack control? Sense. C- control of sense of lack. Of of, okay. of 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 lack sense control. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll mix those words again around again. Help the control understand it better. I don't know. It's hard because control is essentially just an illusion, right? Yeah. Like I don't know. I think of like the classic Hallmark movie where there's like the big city We're back girl. To <laughs> yeah, I mean it's been a couple months. We can't have to talk about it again. Like. A classic big city lady who has control of her job. She's got a booming career and she lives by herself, whatever. And then she has to like lose control and go with the flow and learn to be free and ride horses with a hot blonde <laughs> guy with no shirt on. I don't know. It's a stereotype and it's a, it's a trope for sure. But just understanding that like the word control, I feel like has, I don't know, we emphasize it too much. And the the second you feel like you're going to be in control, life's going to throw something at you to make you realize that you're not. Yeah. This year, the biggest example of that where anybody in any sort of stable situation has had some sort of wrench thrown at them yeah. to some extent, whether it's financially or you know physically with obviously getting sick or just not being able to see people or do things that you're planning on, not socially. being able to travel. Socially, yeah, totally. It's affected every aspect of our lives. People are looking for ways to feel in control again you know yeah to do things that and and not just like for me the times when i feel least in control are when i let myself completely slip into these you know negative spirals whether that means i end up spending 12 hours watching tv you know which happens and tv isn't necessarily bad in and of itself but that's something that happens when i'm letting myself spiral you know so it's trying to find ways to feel like we can control our future and control what's happening to us Mm -hmm. so that we can you know feel more stable in our mental health bounce back too because i think something that came out this year too is um a lot of people kind of understood or realize the important role that art played in their lives. Yeah. Because during this, people were turning to music and to movies to entertain right. and to get through. And I think it was kind of interesting just for what well, I, I, I feel like we obviously love the medias and the arts. Um, ah, <laughs> uh, the medias. Ah, uh, yes. But. Ah, <laughs> uh, the gulagoon. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it's just, you know, it's something that we use to cope, I think, to understand our feelings or what we're experiencing. Uh Because like what you said with this song, it's like for someone to be able to portray or to describe like exactly what you're going through or like if you can connect with that, just knowing that someone else has felt that before can be so comforting. Right. And it can help you like mentally get through it too. I think it's really cool. Yeah. It's a it's a good song. It's worth checking out if you haven't heard it. Into the Ocean by Blue October. 
Um, yeah. Please. In the conclusion, the future is bright. I yeah. feel like and if you're having a bad day, download Pokemon Fire Red. <laughs> but don't don't go looking for a Volpix. It's not there. I have no idea what you're talking about. Not gonna about. find it. It's in the other <laughs> game. You need to go back to 2004 if you want that. for listening to opinions that no one asked for or Otnof. Otnof is hosted by me, Jordan Sittard, and McKay Menden, who also did the editing. Original music for this week was done by the Tyson Sittard. Make sure to reach out to us on social media and check out our cool, if I can call it that, video. Yeah, give us your feedback. Let us know. Yeah, because we are stoked on it. And we love you. And tell us... We love that, you. Tell us that we're the, we're the best because we need some confidence boost. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. <laughs> oh.